You know what I get asked all the time when people find out what I do for a living is they tend to ask me this. What is it that you know that you're not telling us? In other words, what stories come into the newsroom that you're then holding on to and not passing on to the public? And let me tell you, if you think that there is some kind of conspiracy going on, you're just, I don't think you know many journalists and how uh, harried they are trying to make their deadlines. It's not like that. But there are circumstances when you, as a journalist, you learn something and you don't report it. And some of those are pretty obvious. For example, you don't report rumor without substantiating it. You, you don't report an attack on somebody when the information comes from someone who is you know, going to benefit from that. You look pretty carefully at that. And one of the other rules in journalism involves family and spouses of politicians, namely, they're off limits. So if a spouse or a child of a politician has something to say that wouldn't be newsworthy coming out of anybody else's mouth, well, then it doesn't really make the news. It doesn't make sense to put it on just because they happen to be related to a public figure. But my next guest says that that has now changed for one of the daughters of Premier Doug Ford. Robin Urbach is a columnist for the Globe and Mail. Welcome to the program, Robin. Hi, thanks for having me. We're talking about Krista Haynes here, who is married to Dave Haynes. Uh, Krista has said in the past uh, some things about a vaccination. We haven't reported at Global News. We, we've discussed it. We have not reported it. You say something has happened to change that, that now makes uh, reporting about what she has to say uh, fair game. What, what has changed? What's changed is, uh, you know, this has been going on for months, really. Anyone who's been aware of Krista Haynes and her social media network ha has sort of seen the, the posts that she's been making, the videos she's been recording about vaccines, um, about vaccine mandates. And it's just been something that's going on in the background. But as you say, it wasn't particularly newsworthy just because she you know, other than the fact that she is one of Doug Ford's daughters, she's just saying what so many people say on social media all the time. And we don't report on those people. So why would we report on this person? What changed is earlier this week on Monday, there was a certain event held in the evening. It was called the Christian Fight for Freedom, um, in which Krista and her husband, Dave, appeared. And they appeared explicitly in the advertisement for the event as the family of Premier Doug Ford. So it wasn't as if Krista Haynes was coming on as a, a random Instagrammer who was just sharing her opinion. She was coming on as advertised as someone who literally has a seat at the Premier's dinner table who has this close connection. So I think by invoking that connection, what she's saying and what she's doing suddenly becomes a matter of public interest, because I think it would be very hard for someone like Chris or anyone else in a similar situation to both invoke their relationship with a politician to perhaps sell tickets to this event. This event was um, by invitation only through tickets or to promote their profile, to promote their business, to do something. I think when you invoke that connection, 
it also disqualifies any claim that you might have to just being a regular person and being entitled to the privacy that any regular person would have. So I think that's really what's changed in the past week in terms of how we look at, how we talk about some of the things that Krista Haynes has been saying. How do we, how do we address it then? Because as you point out, uh, Krista Haynes isn't saying anything that many others are saying, but it, it's this relationship and the somehow belief that she might have an influence on Doug Ford? Well, I think that's what some people are suspecting. And I don't know that there's really much evidence for that. I mean, since this has been going on and some people have been aware of it, there's been a few online blogs and what have you who have been reporting on what Krista has been saying all along, even before she invoked her relationship to the premier. And in response to that, people have said, aha, well, this is why Doug Ford, for example, has been reluctant to institute uh, vaccine mandates in healthcare, for example, because his daughter has his ear, which I don't think there is really any um, evidence of that. I think there are good reasons not to invoke a, a vaccine mandate in healthcare when we're so starved for staff, but inevitably people are going to draw these sorts of conclusions. I think it's just a matter of time, frankly, before someone puts it to the premier himself to address it. I know some of these blogs have previously asked Doug Ford for comment and he hasn't commented, but I think especially if and when Krista continues to use her relationship to the premier as this sort of pedestal on which she can stand to promote what she's saying, to promote the events that she's going to, just to promote her image, I think it's just a matter of time, as I say, before it comes to the premier. And I think he will be asked to if nothing else, just offer his opinion, I think, on, on what his daughter is saying publicly about vaccines, vaccine mandates, because ultimately he's the guy calling the shots on a lot of these things. Mm -hmm. I, I seem to recall he was asked previously, I think this, this may have been, even been pre-pandemic, something to do about a CBD cream he was asked about, mm -hmm. something that she'd said, and he was very uh, angry um, that he had been asked about it. You, you think that now that it's a legitimate question to ask the premier? I think it is. I think it is um, just because, as I say, that relationship has been invoked, but I don't think it's something that we can hold against him or that should be used as a sort of partisan wedge, as a tool to um, land a couple of cheap partisan points. I don't think it's any of that. I don't think there's anything particularly nefarious going on here. I think what's happening is something that, frankly, a lot of people in the province, in the country, in the world have been experiencing over the last year and a half, which is that there are wildly divergent opinions on some of these issues within families, and it's very difficult. And I think it behooves all of us to take a moment and understand that, yes, this is the premier. Yes, this is his daughter who seems to have fallen down a rabbit hole of conspiracy. But ultimately, these are real, relatable, difficult issues that a lot of families are dealing with. So I don't think it's something to be held against the premier. Um, he does not control his daughter. His daughter is an adult. I think she's around 30 years old or so. And I don't think he needs to account for what she's saying online, in person during these events. But I think it, it will be a question that's put to him, but I don't think it should be one that's held against him or held against some of the policies that he's been 
putting in place in the province over the last year and a half. Robin, great to talk to you as always. Appreciate your time today. Thank you. Take care. This is Robin Urbach, who's a columnist for the Globe and Mail, and you can read her opinion. The anti-vaccine rants from Doug Ford's daughter are now a matter of public interest in the Globe and Mail. It's online now.